the Shopcast, a weekly podcast where we answer questions about some of the most important values of the growing prayer movement in Canada. My name is Emily, and joining me today, as always, is Brian Creary, Director of Sanctuary House of Prayer in Winnipeg, and also my dad. And we're back. <laughs> yep. Good to see you <laughs> across the table. You're looking good right there. Thank you. Um, so last episode, I was just saying that we kind of ended off with a little bit of a cliffhanger that we were talking about uh, hearing the Holy Spirit, but you didn't really give us any practical mm. tips on. Was it really a cliffhanger? I felt like it would it would have been a good segue into the next episode. There, you think so. if I said nothing else, that people would be confused? Oh, I was. I was like, but how? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I better answer that question. <laughs> All right, so that's what we're going to do today then. We'll pick it up uh, right from there. So uh, we're going to talk today about issues of hearing his voice. Uh, again, just by way of review, we said last week that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, and one of the big benefits is that we can hear him. And that's a new a new development for the, for the, on this side of the cross, but we can actually hear his voice. But here's the thing, in my experience, and I think in most people's experiences, it doesn't come as naturally as we think. It's not hard, uh, but if you don't know a little bit about how to do it, it's foreign. So I had this interesting experience when I was young, younger. <laughs> so I was, I was actually dating your mom at the time. We weren't married yet. And uh, we were sitting at the table with uh, your grandma, my mom, and the three of us were at the table. And at that point, I'd been really studying about hearing God's voice. I had gone to seminary and I'd studied the Bible, but I didn't really know much about the power side of things and particularly things like hearing. And I was really interested in it. I was more than interested, fascinated by it. I was I was looking at the Bible passages. I was listening to a teaching cassettes. <laughs> That's how I tell you how long ago that was. <laughs> You're ancient. Yes, cassettes. And uh, I was studying all that stuff, and I was and I was trying to do it, but I was failing dramatically, and I wasn't hearing a thing. And particularly as it related to what we would, the term we would use was prophecy, where. The, you know, the, that's the Bible term. The simple definition is that you hear something, but you hear it for somebody else. So a prophecy is I hear God say something and I tell him what, what he's saying to you, and that's, a, that's New Testament prophecy. So I was trying to learn that, and it was not working. And I was really frustrated. And then this day, this one day, the three of us are sitting around the table, and my mom is sort of pushing me on it a bit. She's going, you can prophesy. You can do it right now. All you have to do is hear God and tell, him, tell me what he said. And I said, I I'm trying, I can't, I'm really trying, and I'm, just do it, just do it right now. Just close your eyes, just listen, and when you listen, you'll hear, and God will tell you something. <laughs> can't you picture this? Yes. And then he'll tell you something, and then when he does, then you just tell me what he said. And I said, okay. So I I stared at her like I was burning <laughs> holes into her, into her soul, you know, and I'm trying to hear as desperately as I can, and nothing is coming. And then she stares at me, and she says, well, and I said, Oh, I don't have anything. And she turns to Shannon, your mom, and says, what about you? And she's like, well, I feel like the Lord's saying, and she tells her a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. And I thought, oh, oh, I'm such a failure. I'm studying this constantly, and I cannot hear. What is wrong with me, Lord? I can't hear. A short time after that, I was in a meeting with somebody, and a prophetic guy, actually, and he prayed for me and said, Lord, we just asked that you'd release this guy in, in uh, the ability to hear and to speak your word. 
And uh, there was something about that experience that sort of gave me faith to believe that I could hear. And then the Lord began to talk to me a little bit about how I was hearing. So I had a little bit more faith. I was giving up. I was really giving up. And then he, he kind of restarted me again and said, no, you can do it. You can hear. And then he started to talk to me about how. Now, here's the thing. I, I, don't, know how, I don't know how you hear. Maybe you do it easily. You can tell me in a second what it's like for you. But in those days, this is how I thought you hear. I would close my eyes and I would wait for like the ticker thing like on CNN or, you know, a sports thing where it would come across the bottom and it would scroll across the bottom and I would just read it like it was on a, on a, on a word processor. There would be the words, I am God and I say to you, I love you and I, you know, want to help you with your life. I was literally waiting for that. And if I didn't see the, the words on the screen or if I didn't hear a loud voice. I was open to audio too, but if I didn't hear a loud <laughs> voice, I I wasn't going to trust it. So I was literally doing this. I was hearing all these things that were coming in my ears. I was because your thoughts go right when you when you pause for a second and try to stop. You can't really stop. It's all these thoughts started coming to me, and I block them all out. I mean, I'm blocking everything. They're coming in from the left and they're coming in from the right. And I'm like, no, stop, stop blocking everything. Well, it turned out later, most of it was actually prophetic, but I, I would refuse to hear it because I wanted a thunderous voice from heaven. Thus saith the Lord, you know, Moses, come up here. I was that kind of thing. And if I didn't get that, then I didn't hear. And I missed a ton until the Lord started to talk to me and said, listen, relax. I'm going to help you to hear, but you've got to go with my my way of doing it, and there's some simple things that you need to learn. Once I got that, then it started to change, and then once it started to roll, I was able to recognize his voice, then it became almost the easiest thing in the world. It became so natural. It was just becoming part of normal lifestyle. It was natural. And so the pendulum really swung from one direction to the other, so much so that I, I now have so much confidence that anybody can do it. I just feel like I've got faith that I can get almost anybody to hear. Just give me five minutes with them and mm -hmm. you'll be hearing the voice of the Lord because I know how to do it now. I can unlock them. What, what's your experience like? Um, definitely not the booming voice from heaven. No, not the Moses thing? No. I feel like growing up in shop, there was kind of this pressure of like when we would do prophecy clinics and stuff that he would give us a time limit on how to like now you have to come up and give mm. the word to the person, right? And I felt like that kind of like pressure kind of blocked me from hearing a little bit because you're like, okay, here's something, here's something, yeah. right? So it's just more that like you're focusing in on it. But I feel like now I hear more from just like interacting with people where it's not so much like thus saith the Lord, even though like it's not a booming voice, but you can... Like when I think of prophecy, it's like, this is mm. what you're supposed to say, right? But it can just be a certain act towards someone and just they can tell you something and what you say back to them could be like what the Lord wanted you mm. to say to them, right? It's not just like this statement over them mm. that you have to give, right? So I feel more so that I work in it just naturally through conversation rather than just like, okay, now I'm going to focus for five minutes and I'm going to get a word. You know, that it's more just like through conversation, right. it comes out and they're like, wow, like, yeah. how did you know that? You know, and I'm like, 
I don't know. I'm just... I mean, honestly, the hardest part about it, uh, I think, for most people is recognizing that that's what his voice sounds like. Once they figure that out and mm. they know that, oh, that's him. Oh, okay. Well, I hear that all the time. Then it's really easy. But it's you're so unaccustomed to recognizing his voice that you we do it poorly for a long time. So the clinic thing that you're referencing in, in our House of Prayer is really, because it's a structured thing, you got to do it in a time frame. Mm-hmm. But it's also designed to kickstart people. Right, So if they've never tried it before and they're sitting back there with all these thoughts in their mind, you're just kind of forcing them. Okay, now's the time. You got two minutes. Go, go, go. Come on, you can do it. And then a lot Mm -hmm. of people jump. They jump in and they try it and then they discover, hey, that was him. I heard his voice. So, uh, And Mm -hmm. I have great faith for that one. I feel like I can do that with almost anybody. And you don't even have to have like the explanation for the word as well. Like some people can just get one single word and go up there and give it to the person. And then as they say it, more comes out and they're like, oh, I wasn't thinking that five seconds ago when I heard it. And now it's not always uh, uh, just in situations where it's prophecy for somebody else, although that's Mm -hmm. uh, part of what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. You know, the 1 Corinthians 14 actually says, eagerly desire the spiritual gifts, especially the gift of prophecy. So we know that that's high on his his agenda for what the Lord would, would have us do. But I mean, I was upstairs a few days ago, and I was coming back down the stairs, and, and all our bedrooms are, you know, kind of in the same area, and I was going by one of uh, the bedrooms. One of the uh, my three children was in their room with the door closed, and as I was going by, I heard the voice of the Lord, same way that I hear when I get a prophecy for somebody, same way that I hear when I'm preaching and something comes to me. It's the same way. I just, I just heard the voice say, go in there and talk to him about something. And it was Sam, our your older brother. And I just, I felt to go in and just tell him something. And I paused for a second and I thought, oh, I'll tell him later. And I got halfway down the stairs and I heard it again. And it was even clearer. It was like, no, go talk to him now. And I'm like, okay, I got to obey that. I could, I could just do mm-hmm. nothing and keep on moving. But it was the internal voice, that whisper that I now know is him and not me. That I thought, oh, okay, that's him. He wants me to do something. So I go back upstairs. I knocked on his door. I went in there. I talked to him, and it was good. It wasn't a crisis thing. It wasn't a problem. It was just something I just felt like he was. I was supposed to say something at a certain point. And so it's applicable everywhere. Is the point right? Once you learn how to hear that voice, then it becomes uh, useful everywhere. So that's what we want to learn. Now you want practicals. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this is what I would do. To develop your your ability to hear, you do need to do a few things that are they feel kind of structured. But the only way you're going to be able to tell is you got to you got to get a little bit of structure into it. So times, actual times when you sit quietly and listen are invaluable. And remember, it's a relationship, right? It's a relationship with a real person. So if you uh, want to get uh, closer to me. You know, we're father-daughter. I've known you for a long time. But, I mean, if you want more relationship with me, (laughs) you're not going to do it from another room on the other side of the house with the door closed. you got to come and talk to me. And I have to sit and listen to you and not just talk at you or we're not going to have any relationship. Well, it's exactly the same. So, times where you just say, okay, I'm blocking off 10 minutes right now and I'm going to sit. And I'm not going to do anything else. My phone is going somewhere else, but it's not going to be... In my hand, I'm not going to do that. And I'm just going to be quiet before the Lord. Jesus, here I am. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to me. And I ask you to teach me how to hear. 
teach me what your voice sounds like. And then just sit there for five minutes and relax yourself. Uh, this is where I made the mistake. I tensed myself up. I was trying really hard. And I would say, don't try it all to hear. Uh, relax yourself. Let the thoughts that come into your mind come into your mind. Let them flow back out. You know, if you're way off track and you're thinking all about a TV show you saw last night, give yourself a little shake and snap back into Usually it. Usually I have a piece of paper and the things that are distracting that I know aren't from the Lord, I write That's them down so I don't forget. Yeah. And then I move on. And it like instantly is gone from my head as soon as right, I write it down. Because oftentimes we get wrapped up with something we don't want to forget. So that's a really good idea. Write something, right. write it down, and uh, that'll take it out of there. And if you know that you're off track, just give yourself a bit of a, a jolt back into place. But don't get all stressed out about, I'm not hearing, I'm not hearing, I'm not hearing. How do I hear? How do I hear? Duh, don't do any of that. Just relax. And then I would add to it, because that's the first thing. You're quieting yourself down. But, you know, just sitting there in total silence, you may or may not hear anything. But you can do a little bit extra by saying, okay, I'm going to ask you a question and see if I can get an answer. A really good question to ask, uh, it might be a little intimidating at first, but a really good question to ask is, how do you feel about, and then fill in the blank. And so the best one is, how do you feel about me? You know, Holy Spirit, how do you feel about me? What does the the Lord, what does God, the Trinity, feel about me and let him answer that question. That's sometimes a little scary because people don't really want to know what God thinks about them. They just assume that it's bad, so they're intimidated. But it's a conversation starter that he's more than willing to answer that question. Or it could be any number of things that are on your heart. You can ask those questions. And then, you again, you sit quietly. You let the thoughts flow. Here's something very important that a lot of people um, – are stronger at it than I am. I'm. This is a little weak in me, but it's just the way I hear. A lot of people see pictures at that point. The Lord likes to give pictures. And so the, you'll ask a question, how do you feel about me? And then immediately they will see a visual image in their mind, just in their mind. It's not like appearing in front of them, but they'll just see something of, uh, you know, a, an image that, that connects to that. And there it is. And it's like, oh, okay. And then it's- I've a, gotten that lots. Yeah. And it's- I feel like that's really uh, impactful because yep. you can actually see it instead of just like hearing it is also good and stuff, but sometimes it's easy to make your, like your conscience, like yeah. tell yourself that, right. oh, you're awesome. <laughs> well, in a visual image, will stick with you for a long exactly. time. You'll see so. it for years and years and years. Yeah. Very powerful. And I think that's part of the reason why he does it. So if you get a picture, or if you're the kind that do get pictures, you want to pay attention, which means that when you're sitting there and you're, in your, and you're quiet and you ask the Lord a question, you're listening with your spirit, you're watching in your mind for pictures, you're relaxed, you're not, you're not hyping yourself up, you're just going with whatever you see. And as you said, you got a pencil and paper next to you. I was going to suggest to write down what you get, uh, but also to write down what's distracting you. Those two things together are really good. Keep track. Keep track of it because the next time you sit down and do it, bring that list with you and say, okay, last time uh, you showed me a picture of a of a hand and it was holding my hand and uh, it was seemed like a, you know, like a father, daughter kind of a thing. And and I just want to ask you more about that. You know, tell me more about how you feel about me as, as my dad. And how does the father feel about me? And then just let it roll and he will continue to share things and talk to you and it'll build and it builds and it builds. And the power of that I mean, think about it again. You can give prophecy, prophetic words to people and encourage them, and that's pretty awesome. But to have your own inner dialogue 
with the Holy Spirit, God, who lives inside of you, that you can ask questions anytime and you can hear his voice and you can actually understand what he's saying. Again, it's life-changing. Imagine doing your whole life with without that at all. Mm-hmm. Can't hear a thing. Can't see a thing. Never. I'm entirely on my own. And then you flip the lights on and now you can hear and you can see and you can move with him and you can trust him. It's it's a life changer. Well, it's basically like going from an unbeliever to yeah, believing. It's almost like that. Yeah. 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 And then you suddenly realize I'm not alone. I'm not alone at all. And he's talking and he's got lots to say and he's helping me and it's it's beautiful. It's a really great thing. So anyway, so there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. It makes me want to like go and practice it yeah. too. Because like as you practice it, it'll, it'll just become more natural and then you can use it throughout your day. It's not just like sit down and do it at this time, but you can be in Starbucks or whatever and it just comes to you. Yeah. In a future episode, actually, another cliffhanger, (laughs) we're going to talk a little bit about meditating on the Bible, and we're going to use almost the exact same techniques, but we're going to use scripture as the starting point, and and I'll give you some goals on what to do with that, but it's it's an even more powerful thing than just the quietness of sitting. You got to start by hearing his voice, and so we're on the right track. Cool. Well, that's all we have for today. If you want more information on this topic and others, you can check out our website at sanctuaryhop.com. And on behalf of myself and my dad, thanks for listening to Shopcast. <laughs>